previously on episode 15 part one what my core belief would say is like follow follow your dreams but that gives me trouble in my life so i'm trying to mix if you have enough money you can temporarily buy your own happiness that's true i'm all the way on the other side where it's like i don't give a fuck about money but, but that's bad, and I, I'm aware that's bad. The pandemic didn't really hit us as hard as others. What it really hit is... Speak for yourself, it gained 40 pounds over here. Everyone excited about Perseverance landing, or no? Oh, I, I saw no it happened already. Yeah? yeah everyone did. excited about that, or what? Oh, about it, them finding uh, actual about life? It being landed? No, 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 just the mission in general. I have no idea what the mission is. For NASA's side, there was the Curiosity rover. I think something like 2010. Oh, the helicopter It touched well. down. Yeah, this time was Perseverance, basically an upscaled version with more, um, yeah, more scientific yeah. instruments on board to do actual like experiment, not experimentation, but analyzation on, on Mars, Mars instead of bringing it back. Um, oh. And so they released this, and they think that they found uh, Body the water. basin lake. Oh. Where yeah, yeah. Once it was, was a tough lake. landing. It was a very yeah. tough landing. And this is cool because to uh, autonomy. Basically, they had a whole bunch of onboard cameras, and as this thing's hurling in, it was something like 12,000 kilometers uh, an hour or something like that. As it's hurling, it's snapping images, okay? And when it's doing that, it's changing trajectory. And so the entire time, if you have three points of reference, you can then calculate what's there, how far away it is, and whatever. And so they had this thing pick the landing spot. They Spoken gave it like a general a direction. Physicist, this guy sounds like a <laughs> physicist with these points. No, because no, really Wahid's, Wahid's always been into space. Do you think there are such things as aliens? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to okay, get there. Go so basically, this thing was, the beauty behind this is they gave it a general area to land in this place where an ancient lake once was or yes, they, think. Yeah. they think and yeah. so because it's a crater there are other craters within the crater yeah. right whether an asteroid impacted yeah, it or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it's all theories right yeah, and so this thing picked its own landing spot so it was flying down at 12,000 kilometers an hour and taking pictures and then saying there's this in the way maybe this is too deep doing measurements like that to pick its own place to land and I thought that that was mind baffling and That's so actually amazing yeah. yeah and so this thing is landing now where they think they have uh ancient sort of uh, evidence of water and that's where you would test life. for life right yeah so that's the basis, body of water then that means there yeah. is some life yeah. it's like yeah. certain yeah. religions they say yeah. that so, too as well they believe in that so because we, we we don't know every possibility the way they're looking at life uh outside of earth is they're looking for the big three you're looking for oxygen you're looking for water and you're looking for sunlight Right. And by sunlight, I mean like somewhere within the hospitable zone, which is close enough to the nearest star to heat up the planet to living temperatures. Elon Musk actually thinks in the next five years, it's going to be common for just him to be able to have uh, not strangers, but you don't have to pay by a lot of money. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to take a flight to there. Like, you know, take check it out and come back that's what he says in the next Mars? five years i believe that's what that. elon musk said in an interview if he does it he does it sure that well i don't know if the next ambitious. five years but but maybe well, it's man, 10 years, like actually. we need more people like him the guy the guy's that forward ambitious the guy's am, uh, has a big belief yeah for the, for the human yeah so like and we need that it, it begs to question like how they're saying like oh ancient crater yeah. there's like water bottle there used to be there and stuff mm-hmm. like that like that means like life that we know of uh, like who knows maybe there was life on mars like we had on earth you're hoping the martian manhunter was a real thing (laughs) thousands 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 of millions of years ago right and then overpopulation happened and then the whole planet just got i would love it if that was the case like transition to here who knows? Maybe the maybe the first Adam and Eve were aliens from Mars. But that's mm. what I'm trying to say. I, I would love evidence of something. You heard like it that. here first. <laughs> 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 
I would love I would love for that to be true, but realistically speaking, it's gonna be microbial life, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Be like a it's walking life. No, there's no, no way walk- to <laughs> But here's I the thing: you. Working guy plays soccer you know, for, like, for all the sci-fi. Guys. Big eyes, like. <laughs> for all the sci-fi and Marvel uh, Marvel geeks out there, the cool thing is, if it's microbial life, I'm thinking Venom. What do you think? Venom, wow. <laughs> because that's that, that in itself is still a cool thing. Oh, 100%. Just just to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. an ancient microbe could have even survived there. Yeah, yeah. Bro, like you can see, if the, that's what we're saying, if there's water, because bacteria is sign of life, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So maybe there's no animals or like si- big sized animals or whatever, but there's something m- microscopic living organisms, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and that, on the evolutionary scale, scale single celled organism, you know, trumps all, right? Prokaryotes and eukaryotes, if anyone knows what that is. Sorry, what did you say? Prokaryotes and eukaryotes. Prokaryotes are organisms. That do not have a nucleus, and mm-hmm. eukaryotes are organisms that do have a nucleus. So they they they. they like carrier. I learned on biology. Eukaryotes. 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 You you. You. Oh you! I thought I'm here. You care a lot, not us. You care a lot. You. What's up, very funny. Very funny. Prokaryotes. You guys want to know a weird shower thought though? You know, like you go on memes and it's like shower thoughts, like things you never think of. Is this what you think about in the shower? A hundred percent. This this one kept me up in the last tubbing session. You've actually. Yeah, you know, bro. Had he's a tub before. And bro, like, uh, yeah, bro. He has wine glass, the books, and the worst yeah, candles. Like that. He, he's, yeah, he's that kind of life. You know, the book inside the ziplock baggie, <laughs> flipping through bro. it. <laughs> I haven't had a bathtub in like 15 years. Anyways, so you the weird bathtub, or or you haven't sat been in a bathtub. You could use mine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just go outside with a bucket. Or when it's raining, it just goes up. Mama, I'm going to shower. ADHD, bro. <laughs> Anyways, so the weird shower thought is the Curiosity rover, the Perseverance rover, Voyager 1, Voyager 2, all these spacecraft that we had sent out to outer space, the ones that didn't come back. And this is the weirdest shower thought. And people don't normally think about this. Every time we send something out of our orbit, we lose mass here on Earth. Our planet is actually losing weight. So if anything, if you gain weight this pandemic, feel a little bit better. We as a total have lost. <laughs> we're shedding. Yo, we're getting gains, bro. <laughs> but no, that, that's a cool thought. Like that stuff that we sent out there that never comes back, that affects the weight of the planet, which then in turn affects our gravity, which then in turn affects our orbit around the sun and other planets so orbiting us. So you're, what you're saying is like eventually if we put enough shit out there, it's going to shift the course of the earth. Yeah, like this is a very, you're talking about a macro scale, I'm on a micro scale. Because but yeah, I'm the guessing, idea behind I'm it. guessing what's going to happen in the next couple of years because we have so much so much litter and garbage in our sea. I always thought they're that too. Take I, but that, there was a reason why they don't do it. Outside. Oceans are so big that sometimes I, I'm in my room and I wonder, right now in the Pacific Ocean at nighttime, like it's just, it's just scary, man. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather die on the Sahara Desert you would like to go, you, yeah, you would to, like shows go in the ocean. like the, the you would like those documentaries also, about how deep the ocean and if, uh, ocean is. I think I think you would love that. That'd be like how it's 10k, you can't, you 10k can't, down. Bro, you like can't even you, you, cannot, you cannot wrap your mind around how big the oceans are. You can't and wrap I read your mind something how big in biology. Spaces, bro. Oh, that's even. I know it is. It's really ridiculous. You can't really think about that because like we're we're ants compared to the. 100 percent. My ex is actually scared of space. Even just talking about space, she she gets uneasy. Feels uncomfortable a little. What she yeah, has like anti claustrophobia? I don't understand. Oh, that's so funny. It's because it's because the, the vastness of it, and even when you exactly. start talking light years, yeah. you're kind of so mind fucked about it. it. That's crazy. yeah, but you, you can, can never zoom out enough. 
that make sense? Yeah. You just, it just never ends. Sure. But I love that. I yeah, love. It's I'm like interested. Curiosity. Yeah. And it's it, 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 it kind of gets me. It, it, it goes back to that earlier topic we had, where it gets me so lost, and I'm like, why am I working right now? Like, <laughs> that's where uh, I go. Okay, okay. Being self-aware. Like, yeah. Again, yeah, like, yeah. so I'd be like, oh well, fuck, like the world's insane. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh, I have to go to work nine to five. <laughs> you know, like you ever had those moments? Yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. But like, you still do it. But. You're being nomad. It's fine. I wanted to hear Noor's point of view about how most people that are either considered immigrants or that were born here but have their parents from another country would either like to visit the home country where their parents are from or, or you know, just learn the culture. I've noticed with you, you one time told me that you don't ever have a desire to ever really visit like Iraq? Not the Middle East. Like, yeah, specifically where you're from. Okay. Iraq? Like, yeah, as well. Down so to the city or hometown or just the country? Just the country. country. Okay. Um, yeah, I never really had that curiosity. Well, like, because... Is it because your family never had that idea of ever just going Yeah, so, back? like, yeah, because, like, my dad left Iraq when he was nine. Yeah. No, I never went back. He never went back, he, yeah. So, he, 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 the he, he would always tell me growing up, like, there's nothing for me to go back to. Why would I go back? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nothing like, yeah, back. he has aunts and uncles there, but it's not something that will push him entice to go him. there, yeah, entice yeah. him to go there, right? Yeah. My parents left Iraq quite young. I just, and it's interesting when, how, how they never had that desire to ever go back and then it got passed on to their children. And yeah, well, I've never, so like I grew up here, right? I'm yeah. born here, whatever. This is all you know, though. Yeah, no, because I lived in Syria oh, sorry, for, a, sorry. for a year and a half, right? I, I, I've, I experienced the Middle East at a young age, yeah. like around like when I was, what, grade six, grade seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I experienced Syria and at a young age. Mm. I liked it there for a point. To live there? No way. Mm. I visited it before we moved completely. Mm. Like, it was nice to visit, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it wasn't... I think what really deterred me away from Iraq is the mindset of the people. Like, <laughs> I feel that what, so much in my bones. I feel that. That's that's why I did just like, like I don't want to be there. That's like the main point, I guess. So sure. mine's a little bit different. Like, I... <laughs> I want to go back, but that's for the food. That's that's <laughs> yeah. a whole different thing. But to put it in retrospect, hearing the stories of how my mom, specifically her, my dad got out a little bit easier, but just hearing the stories about how they escaped, it, they would look at me weird if I said, I'm going to go back. While things still haven't gotten better, it's like, I know what you guys went through to get out. I'm going to go back just to visit. <laughs> I'm sure most people here, or maybe you can speak for yourself, about living this whole double life where being raised here in in canada and uh, it's funny the moment i said that i got a bunch of reactions you guys can't see but that caused tremendous tremendous stress on someone like me i would try to learn how to uh read arabic and write arabic and whatnot and then the moment i would leave the house the front doorstep i would be a different person that my parents never got to know up until a few years ago when my mom really i sat her down i told her everything hey i'm not you think I am, yada, yada, yada. So I wonder for people that maybe if you haven't gone back there, so you don't, you know the mentality of, funny mentality, shout out to the podcast, <laughs> the, the, the mentality of these people, do you still experience that? The people judging you, uh, like, no, uh, hiding it from them? No, I don't, I don't As care much. about that anymore. Like Did when you I was younger, it? when I was younger, it's not that I went or through it. Went. It was just like my parents' mindset was like, go to the mosque. Mm. learn about the religion mm. and the culture and all that kind of stuff. I was fine with that, mm. right? I didn't really, I created some sort of connection with people there, yes. But outside of that, I wasn't really connected to them. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, what I would do is basically I would live my own life the way I wanted, the way my parents 
allowed me to. And they let you. Uh, yeah, they let me do whatever I want to a certain extent. Yeah, like. Give or take. Yeah, my parents, what they always done, they always will do. They'll give me guidelines, and this is what they think is right. And they're like, this, it's up to you. I'm not gonna. F they're not gonna force anything down my throat. Mm. You know, or my or an image of certain things. And is this right? something that you pass down to your offspring? One hundred percent. As long as they, I know my culture. I know a certain extent of my religion, right? And I know how my mindset is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and but for for me to lead that double life and like try to hide things, it's not something it's not I healthy, live man. with. And, uh, it's and not something I live with. Maybe I did for my high school years, but after that, it wasn't really that kind okay. of thing. Because at that point, I just didn't care what people said, mm -hmm. right? Because you because honestly not care what people said? Yeah, because I didn't. The, the, the I biggest thing, I, so when I was in high school and stuff like that, I care what people said, it was for my parents. It wasn't for me. Because they were part of that community, right? And making them look bad was a shot that was something that I didn't want, and, right? And, and so and I had to shelter, I had to shelter certain, certain things, yeah, yeah, obviously. But after a while, I straight up told my parents, like, I'm gonna live. I'm gonna do me. Yeah. You know, if you hear things, like just accept it and just move on. That's ballsy of you, dude. Because, bro, there's no point in you stressing about what some certain people think. Because then you're gonna be sitting there for the rest of your life. Oh, this guy's gonna say this. This guy's gonna say that. Go ahead. Yeah, but they don't understand that, man. Like it took me 24 years to learn. Yeah, that. I guess I'm grateful that I learned at an early age. Fair, but. Uh, people to this day, a lot of people still do that. People still debate whether it was a black and uh, black and gold dress, or what was oh. it the color? People <laughs> still debate purple that black. you gold can have white. you can have an opinion on your favorite type of falcon. Like everybody's so like <laughs> everyone's so opinionated, yeah. and what happens is if you try to like go against it, they just get entrenched in their own opinions. Yeah, it's like bro, you got to look at it like an internet bully. You know, yeah. that's how you gotta look Air at trolls. it, bro. Yeah, bro, that's all it is. That is all it is. It's yeah. if you try to please that person, you would never satisfy. Succeed. Of course, of course. You're yeah. more satisfied that person because they're always. You burn energy doing this for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why when I heard about about your whole situation about how you found a partner that wasn't necessarily from the culture, and then that gave me the balls to say, yo, what the hell? Like I've I've known Nur my whole life, and if he's able to 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 really say. This is what I believe in. Parents or friends or family, you either have to deal with this or, you know, it's 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 my beliefs versus yours. And in the end, my beliefs are always going to win. Mm -hmm. So seeing you yeah. go through that, it gave me the courage. To yeah, say well, for, for me, my my family did not objectify it. If anything, my my mother encouraged it. That would so, that probably made your life you know. 10 million times easier because if your parents were against it, that's just an uphill battle you'd have to fight. Yeah, for sure. And, and I've seen people go through that and mm -hmm. it's not fun. Also, if you're the son, like once your immigrant mom approves, that carries so much weight. So much weight. So much weight. Yeah, the mom is the thing. That's yeah, the main absolutely. key. To anybody out there, please, like, please the mom first, bro. And the, yeah. everything. Else. If you can impress the mom, that's it. Yeah. For Especially with the like, son. Like, yeah. like, like for me, like my mom found out, <laughs> you know, because I told her and I went up to her about it. You early know? on. Yeah, early on. Yeah. My dad didn't know after like a, I think close to a year. After, like that's always the, the fact, case. I feel with that. After the fact, then it's not that I wasn't comfortable telling. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, about I was. Uh, you have a girlfriend? Oh, I mean, these are few and far between. But but there are parents who will will say, oh okay, you have a girlfriend. Let's sit down and talk about it. What like you know what is this someone you could see long term? Are you doing this just for, you know, to, just for certain things? And 
cleaning it up a bit there, but it's usually which family are they good? How? Yeah. <laughs> which education? How much money? <laughs> Lawyer, doctor, which? <laughs> I've said many times there are things from the parents, my parents, I will pass on to my children, and there are things I will never, never pass on to them, and and have told my parents just to their face, and they they don't get insulted by it. They they actually appreciate they, that. They've I've, done the same I've thing with up. their parents. They picked some few things. Sometimes I forget that my mom and was then, a you know was in high school in Iraq, and or like or like yeah, your mom yeah. was you know. And that changes a, your perspective on things. You're like fuck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quick thing: who here doesn't want to have kids? Doesn't want. Doesn't does want. It, does not. Uh, no one. I'd want no, some I eventually. Want, well, I mean, it I seems like I'm gonna want. have. Some I'm not asking when. I'm asking. I definitely want. You would eventually, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. How many would you? Hundred percent. How many? Because I've had this number in my head for like six years. Yeah. How many children would you want? You don't know, right? I don't two know. Two or more. Two, two, two. No, two. three me max. Too. Me too. Three max. Two or more. Me too. I mean, it depends on my situation. Well, me, it's three lives. max. I don't know what it is. I Boy, feel like, girl. I feel like I'm being grilled by my future in-laws right now. <laughs> I know. I don't even want to disappoint you. Yeah, I'm going to have kids. Allah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, name him after you. Yeah, it's just funny because this is something I, 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 I would discuss with my in-laws. <laughs> or not discuss, but they would bring up, you I know? I want to know how many... No, but I agree with you too. Also, Ben had baby fear, bro. They're so freaking cute. My niece, oh my God. This is the internet, bro. We, we need to vent to them sometimes. Quick poll out there. <laughs> Does, is there anybody like you, you, you have come over to your house, right, in their family, and you have to put them up? I know it's rude if you say no, but holy fuck, bro. Facts. I, Sometimes it just weighs on you. Because if you just say, no, nah, I'm good, and you leave, and you try to dodge the situation, then you look like a piece of shit. Because the amount of you're times, not helping out, right? Yeah, the amount of times, I've, this is not the same thing, but like I've been out of like on my way out of the house, and people come over to visit. Randomly. And I get pulled on, over to come sit down and like oh. talk tea with them and whatever. And uh, maybe it's our generation, but I, I this is grown-up talk. I know I'm 26, but this is growing up thought. Leave, yeah. leave me out of this, bro. Yeah. Uh, I've actually gotten to a point where you said if that were to day, happen, right? if that were to happen, like it's out? happened a couple times, right? Uh-huh. I just say hello, say my peace, bring over the tea, and I'm out. Yeah. Uh, what like, age? Sorry, I got something to do. Like, peace. At what I age? do that to my grandparents. I do, yeah. it, I do oh. it to my family. I do it to everybody. Bro. At what age? <laughs> I don't have time to sit around and do yeah. nothing. Talk about politics. Yeah. Or, 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 like, it's a, I'll say hi and enjoy your company and stuff like that, but that's the, till the extent of it. Yeah, I feel you. I what age go. were you when you got upgraded to the adult table during dinner time at a family meet and greet? You know when the dads are talking and you go oh, there to talk yeah. politics? I, Somewhere in my uh, 20s, bro. 20s. Really? No, me was a bit younger. Really? I'm younger still fighting for a seat at, at the table, 18, bro. you got introduced <laughs> to that? Younger. younger 15? 14? Yeah. 15, 14, you got introduced to the men where they talk about the politics. You're sitting there amongst them? Mm-hmm. Do you say your piece or I, you just I, I an observer? No, no, I'll just sit many, down. Like, I'll sit down. Kind of, my family's different, man. I'm realizing when you guys talk, <laughs> my family's so <laughs> different. No, actually, yeah, I'm mistaken. Mistaken. It was older. Yeah. yeah. We're not an adult in their eyes until we're like 24, 25 married. <laughs> no, it was around like seven. Yeah. Like high school is when I started like attending those kind of yeah, gatherings yeah. and get togethers or whatever. I don't know about people, but I never cared, man. They just. They complain about about, I just about how the, the country is. Yeah, stay for food. Oh yeah, because yeah. I know that the, the the good dishes are coming out. You know, hundred percent. Of back home, I'm not interested. You haven't contributed I mean, much to that. I mean, unless it's something big like the Beirut Beirut bombing, that's big. Okay, yeah. that's okay. I understand. Whoa, that's fucking huge mm-hmm. news. That's Anybody wild. who's anyone is talking about mm-hmm. it. But if it's something about like some some stupid thing that's happening back in Lebanon, like no, I'm not interested. But only in Lebanon would something like that occur. Due to like a municipal uh, municipal oversight, yeah, or yeah. like a fuck up, like a bureaucratic fuck up. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like my dad yeah, does not, does not like talking about happen. Iraqi politics and yeah. stuff like that because he's like the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's changing anything. It's, it gets boring. It gets like, boring, it's like you just, know. Just it's boring. Yeah. Every time and I then want... you have like my uncle that's like super invested in <laughs> stuff, and my dad's like. Bro, we're on season four. We're on season four of Afghanistan being invaded by a different country, bro. <laughs> and I gotta be honest, towards the mid-season finale, I... <laughs> this guy makes it like a episode. If you want to talk about self self awareness, and you said uh, you mentioned this before, but you're like, uh, I don't see a neg- negative negative uh, thing about self awareness. No, I don't. Not really. Not really? So with self awareness, right? You're conscious about everything, right? Knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses. Yes, but then, but like, with Hussein has been in that position as well. So let's say you're playing Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Or you're playing, you're playing video games. You're self-aware that you're playing, but you, you know yourself can be more productive, right? So now you're self-aware. So now you're tr- contradicting yourself see, because your body, your body wants to do this, but your mind wants to do. Wants you to go away from that. Oh, I'm so good yeah, at so, just. So that, that happens to me a lot. Yeah, so you can yeah. of, I want to shut it off. Actually, that's what I should want to. Yeah, for me, for no, me, it's no like I, if I'm, I do something and then it's like, I have to. I I basically accept it. I guess. Yeah. You, so you, I accept you it and move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you should. Yeah. Uh, not saying that I'm wrong. I'm saying that that's what uh, people who over self awareness is good, but people who overanalyze too much, they just need to learn to to be more in the present moment and everybody talks about it like you know being in the present moment and you guys i think a lot of you guys are doing it uh without even knowing that you're doing it when you play a video game you know time you're flies so invested by. in it yeah when time flies by, flies by it's you're doing something that's enjoyable it's almost amazing it's um it's so hard to explain oh my god i can't because uh, right? i started because getting into these because this we started ties into the uh, yeah, fourth our, dimension and fifth dimension and i st- Get into I that. Too much. <laughs> Yo, I can't even explain it. Before we get into Interstellar, can you just but, back it up one man, time? Fourth, fifth I dimension. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. Oh my. Is God. that like when you look so at yourself? Apparently, looking the at yourself? fourth dimension is time, and uh, the concept that that time is just is it's is, relative. Uh, it's uh, it's um uh, made up. Like wait, so what's the third dimension? It's Newtonian, Newtonian world. It's like you know, second material dimension, kind of materials, thing, uh, whatever it is. And the, first dimension. This, I don't know. The second is two D is, uh, is a, a oh, paper. Oh, 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 You're basically a add, 2D. You're, 3D. Okay. Yeah, you're adding up. like an X axis, a Y, and then a Z, and yeah. then the fourth one. I'm not, double, yeah. Fourth is W, I think. No, no. <laughs> you're you going too much into the. We are both all. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm acting like I am, but I have been touching on it. I want to get learn more about it, and I want to get into this concept of uh, of. Um, time yeah you can put yourself in that that dimension you can put apparently the studies of ways to put yourself that's what i'm doing now i i told ali i think a little bit i don't know if i touched about it with you but but i'm trying to get into uh meditation and that's what meditation is all about it's it's connecting to this thoughts and control you 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 connect to this uh present moment and at a point you're gonna you're gonna stop relating to time you're going to become no person. You're going to become... Because what... No, it's mind-blowing time, right? a little bit, right? Like, like, you become no person. You become consciousness. What is a human but consciousness? Your, your brain is a is a tool. Is a vessel, yeah. Your heart is a tool. You're a tool. You're <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I was on a roll, bro. bro. Now he has to... You got to talk about the fifth dimension. I don't know, bro. No, 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 no. That's not smart. No, bro. He was on fire. He met eye contact with me, and this is a going yeah, thing with us. And don't look at me again. <laughs> He was speaking facts, bro. Facts, like something, bro. something that I was no, learning. No, just making shit up. I read. No, no, I read it in a book. I'm just saying, regurgitating it. Can I ask you though? Um, how good have you gotten at meditation? Can you can you focus now? 
Because mm, you had distractions no, before. Bad. Like, I don't know how somebody can sit there and, and just focus on breathing without no, randomly no, thinking about, about like, hit me baby one more time. Like Britney Spears. Like, how uh, your mind doesn't just go random places. Oh, it no, goes. Well, that's but that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of it. You no, gotta you, practice. it goes, but you let it go. No. Uh, well, yeah, a little bit. Uh, different types of meditation. But the whole purpose of this one is is you want to you wanna focus it back. It's like you're kind of, you gently, you don't be an asshole to your brain as well. When a thought comes up, you're sitting there and you're telling it, no, like, I don't want to think about that right now. Thanks for the suggestion, brain. But <laughs> I don't want to think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Bro, you're instead, talking to Netflix after instead, you finish I'm gonna a think, series? I'm going <laughs> to think about, about your, my, my breath, for example. And the more you do that, the more you do that more and more and more, you're, you're like programming yourself to, to be here. You know what I mean? Like throughout this conversation, I, I zoned out. I'm sorry, you said what? That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's actually and fucking sick. That's fine. <laughs> Bro, but you see, like, I zoned out. But because I maybe. I, no, I know I'm an asshole. You zoned out maybe because the topic I, is not interesting to you or, or, or no, someone's rambling on. No, no. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with. with with okay, this is not interesting. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna contribute. Or this guy's talking too much. I'm gonna wait till he's but done. But I feel like I want to control that. I want to control. Like I don't want to zone out when just because I zone out. I don't want to. I if I tell my brain I want to be here, I want to be here. If I tell my brain I want to daydream, I could daydream. That's how I want to live. Oh, that's that's some that's too much thinking for me. Mastery, bro. That's, that was way too much thinking for me. I know. That's for me. It's like, bro, do you? I do me. I I want that mentality a little bit too. And maybe maybe through meditation. If, if we if I we sync up, we sync up. If we don't, then it's <laughs> I fine. Go one way, you yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm, I'm still sitting on my two questions. Is oh. uh, how do you guys feel about the whole New Year, New Me type of thing, and and how 75% of people that make resolutions with themselves starting January 1st stop within three weeks? I just want to know your opinion on it. like if oh, you guys yeah, have resolutions and how that aha how, how, how you guys have felt in the beginning of the year. Yeah, Something yeah. Recent. I want to lose weight. Wake I up, do I, it for a week. I didn't really not do it anymore. Right? Like this year, especially, I did not do any resolution in a sense. I had an it idea. Just came yeah, but well, no, I just never. I had an idea of what I wanted, mm. right? But I didn't really like focus on it, like like certain ex- aspects of it. For me, anyway, it's, I never really put too much pressure on those resolutions and stuff. I never set those kind of goals mm. because it makes that goal unachievable and it depends on the goal obviously mm. so like let's say you want to lose 10 15 pounds right mm. by the end of 2022 mm. 2021 sorry mm. first month you lose 5 10 pounds yeah. right and then next month you don't lose any you stay the same amount and then that's when you get de- not depressed but like you're gonna yeah. you're discouraged yeah, yeah. about doing it yeah. and then slowly if you achieve it that's good on you but yeah. let's say if it's too vast of a of accomplishment you're gonna stop and then once it gets to the end of the year you don't really care about it anymore so how so, do you so stay on the course how do you that's oh like that's a million dollar question for people how to stay on the course that's people tough knew, that is tough so, uh, if people that's kn- a per- personal per, uh person to person way like my way would be like uh, me and noor share i agree with noor about this and uh we talked about this before it's like you have to have a strong why why uh-huh. the, first of all why do you want to do it uh, yeah, you know yeah. the, like you're doing something why and or, no, don't just say it. Like write it down write on the fucking down. paper. Like yeah. that's that's the seriousness of a situation. It's like people say, "Sorry, smokers, but I want to quit smoking." Yeah. Why? That's right. the question. Why do you want to quit smoking? Why? 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 Write it down, and then fucking read that shit every day. Every day. And then on top of that is uh, put put some things like like that's that if you don't do it, what's the gonna happen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's Not gonna happen if you don't do it? Yeah. It's like, and if it happens. Now, now, this works for me. If it happens, how are you going to feel? Write that down. 
like imagine yourself imagine what you could achieve if for example i'll take the smoking situation again what you could what you for example i like playing soccer i like cardio so i started imagining myself almost every morning like you know i'm running i'm not i'm not how don't have mucus for example i started so liking it visualizing the yes soul, yeah. and that yeah. shit is because not bullshit that shit works yeah, it's, yeah. it's like fucking it's almost it goes back to the quantum science but i can't even yeah but the, yeah because so there's this book called atomic there's power there's yeah power in visualizing Huh? I, I know what you're yeah. Oh yeah, like it's a science. It's not. It's not bullshit. It's all about it's habits, visualization. Right? Is a, it's yeah. a science. Yeah, visualization is a science. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but, yeah, but I again, just, bro, I can't. I can't explain sit it. Sit here and say, okay, Apologies. if I just think I'm gonna make a million dollars, it's gonna come to me. No, no, but it's not no, just no, think. That's, it's a that's lot not more how it works. That. That's not how it works. How it works is, let's say, that. like you close your eyes, whatever you say, I want you. It's not that I want. I want to make a million dollars. No, it's. You have to visualize, let's say, okay, let's say for a car. You want a sports car, be right? Too. You want a sports car. So you need to visualize yourself in that sports, a sports car and Everything how, how that you being in that sports car makes you feel. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta you have know? an elevated it's emotion. Not, it's not because you've been in a, your regular car. How does that make you feel? It's not what, if you drive a Nissan, then you drive a Ferrari, it's going to be a different feel. So you have to visualize. That, no, it is that oh, you have to no. visualize what makes you feel when you're driving that ferrari but it's not only that no but then eventually you get you get into it you get really into it and then it kind of like consumes you and then that's when you kind of like i don't know it's weird yeah it's like it's not that they're gonna fall into pieces that's when you start working towards that goal and it happens like visualizing though yeah no but remember yeah no but the visualizing aspect is for you to visualize how to get there so all i'm hearing you create a roadmap for yourself by just, by just thinking about how it feels like this is this right? is what it yeah. does i think i think when you visualize um uh, you gotta you gotta have the elevator in emotion and you gotta you gotta visualize yourself we'll go back to the car for example you visualize yourself you know driving on a road with your ferrari yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're so you're driving you, fast whatever you call up a friend then everything yeah, like i'm yeah, talking yeah. details you're smoking a cigarette while driving but that's not enough no but you, once you do that you do that every day i'm talking practice it every single day You'll, I don't know exactly, again, the science. It's hard. It's something to do with this quantum stuff, and I can't, I can't say it right mm-hmm. now. But, but uh, what, what, it, what that would do is, uh, is it, 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 it's going to attract certain things to you. It sounds yeah. like bullshit. It it's, sounds like, okay. like voodoo, voodoo called, shit, it's right? Called, it's but called it the will, law, law of attraction. It is. I know okay? That. I know you that. attract things people... to you. So that's why when, like, why do you think people get in, into more debt? Uh, why do people always never, always go back into more debt? Because Stupid they're always thinking thing. about it, always thinking about it, always thinking about it. You're not visualizing yeah, that. I, I agree but with that. But you go into your bank account, you see that number. Because you see again, that, number, that number keeps on climbing up because yeah, yeah. you're attracting the negative attraction of debt. And your brain doesn't know doesn't it's know the like difference between, yeah. between your thinking. Uh, attach themselves to, to the energy. Your yeah, brain absolutely. doesn't know the difference between what you experience in your brain and what you experience in life. But that's a fact. And Seems that, like you listen so to my episodes because that's like, what I said. Like imagine that your brain, you could imagine that you're driving a car and it's going to think that that happened. That's real. So now you formed an experience and a bond. Bond. like mm-hmm. you formed yeah. it in your head so now then it's like it already happened so it's like it's bound to happen now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean no, but that's, that's, that's at the same time don't envision yourself fucking flying like you know be realistic yeah, know, yeah. Know yeah. what you're talking yeah, as, about as, exactly. i'm not gonna envision getting a billion dollars i'll envision getting you know a hundred thousand yeah, yeah, i'll yeah, try yeah. or something don't aim for the ferrari aim for the camry yeah, hundred thousand for Camry. <laughs> Jeez, for what camry is i'm not a honda civic i'll upgrade to camry that's exactly what it is like if i'm driving like a 
like an older vehicle that I've had for a while, I and I'm like, you. oh, I want to audit. I'm not going to go for the Ferrari right away because I, I know you. that's not achievable. Yeah. All I'm saying is that mind you, that's just all this thinking is it to do. Every, just thinking it is not it. enough. No, if you I had to have break, to put it, in. Yeah, this is why Ali, I'm saying. If I had to break this down, is a step. You're putting yeah. yourself in a mindset and a, in a state yourself, of being. You're putting yeah. yourself in a Hold state on. of being, literally. To, to dumb this down, it's like very simply. What I'm hearing from everybody is the main thing behind this is determination. All these other things they're doing are triggers. And they're just trying to trick visual, visual, eh, visualization is one of those triggers. Another one is envisioning, you know, the nicer car, creating yeah, yeah, an experience. Yeah, yeah. All these are meant to trigger you. The main thing you need is determination. Yeah, if you don't have the first step, you can't even get it. Desire. Desire. That's, that's that's determination and desire. Desire is a big thing. How many times yeah. How many times you woke up tired, for example, you had to go to work? And then you visioned, you're like, oh, I don't want to go to work. It's going to be trash. I'm going to yeah. see this coworker. Oh my God, he's so annoying. Guess what? Everything happens. It's going to happen. Everything so, happens. So you change that, your mentality that, saying, saying, stop right there. Then then you think like, holy shit, I created it. Yeah. 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 Doesn't because that, it started that, here. Doesn't like mind blow you yeah, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, mind it's, it's, no, mind no, I, me a little it's, too much sometimes. <laughs> it's true. You know why? Because I remember for me when I, when I go to university and I have an exam, I tell myself, yo, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. Guess what? I, I'm You're late. You're late. Yeah. But if I think, oh, I'm, I'm going to be 10 minutes early, I'm going to be early. I'm going to be early. Most times I'm not. Yeah. I'm on time. In yeah, your experience you, of coming late to things, does that work for you or what? You have to build, <laughs> visualize more about being be early than late. <laughs> bro, I sw- I'll, I'll spit this water in your face, bro. Okay, so for people who don't understand, something in the universe was written down and encoded in Ali's genetics where no matter what time he says, I'm not talking about Arab timing where you add one hour or two hours. I'm talking business days, bro. But now it's hard. How do I break this thing? Because if I, for me, I have to work 10 times harder than some of you guys do to remove that label or stigma off me. So like instead of, yo, let's yes. link up at 5, I'll meet you at 2 p.m. But you're not going to do that. No, no, no. But to be fair, no, but the thing is, but So this is, this is what I'm saying about law of attraction, right? Because you're talking about, like, you think about the lateness, right? And, no, now, and now, yeah, but now we're, we're bringing that attractiveness to you. Because we always say you're always late. You're oh, always, you we have guys that can complicate yeah, the hell out of this all you want. So you, I'm saying, the, we're, break we're, it down honestly, this way. Honestly, me and Noor smoke the same type of joint, bro. Yeah, bro, 100%. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, bro, I'm vibing right now. I don't know what they're on. Because, I don't know why it wasn't because, offered. Bro, because I'm on. We're, we're supporting negatively. We're, we're negative towards you with the late thing. That's for sure. All I'm saying we is. keep reminding this you about sounds it, so like, we're not helping. This sounds like a whole runaround right now. And they're talking about all these different things and tactics and whatever. It honestly just boils down to show up on time. Like you can, bro, you can. The video, reason no, no. why you're not on our wavelength, bro, because you're boring, fam. No, because you didn't pass the joint. You don't accept it, bro. Just no. Just let I'm it, realistic. You guys can, t- you guys can talk about the quantum realm. You can talk about fucking biochemistry and like his brain. <laughs> it's all, all well and good. But if you boil it down, it comes down to one thing: show up on time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you gotta go into the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension for this. <laughs> Just you know what? When you say you wanna go somewhere, be like, I, I'll Just pull up that it. time. <laughs> I need some of that in my life too, actually. If you overcomplicate things, yeah. you might feel overwhelmed and then just end up giving up, even though you know uh, you're that's, wrong. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true too. Bring it back to basics. It's like I mean, I it's love like how this last ten minutes was Ali. Listen, this is when you need to do the change. <laughs> just edit it out. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to edit everything out. No, we'll, we'll just bill you, bro. This is a therapy session for you. That's yeah, what this is. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so like stuff I have left is: Have you ever felt like you're in? Autopilot mode in life, so pretty much like you just do. Oh my god, I have, I have a drive answer for that. Yes, for sure. An example of that what sure. I was writing I think, uh, when you drive from one point to another point, you don't remember how you got there. Examples would be, uh, yeah, man, like uh, driving, 
uh, for sure, dri- we've all experienced the driving one. Or walking as well. Walking, Going to a destination, eating, my sometimes talking, sometimes just, just a bunch of things. I think mm. a, a humongous chunk of us are on auto. Uh, yeah. chunk of auto-pilot. our personalities are on autopilot. My favorite one for to sure. do is the one where you're in the lecture hall. You look down at your phone for what feels like five minutes. Oh, you yes. look back up and the board is filled with equations and you're playing catch up. Right? So I'm just writing down values and I have no idea what they mean. And then later, I got to go back and analyze it. But guess what? Later never comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I, don't, I don't have much about, about this, but like, there's a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. Yeah. And it uh, talks about your fast side of your brain, your mm-hmm. slow side, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. It's your primary and your secondary. So basically, your secondary usually does like more mental. So you have like muscle memory and like keeps everything in check. Yeah. Right? So even when you, you like zone out, right you you've done it so many times that you're just you're going with the flow your brain take your brain actually controls what you're doing without you trying to think it you know okay. what i mean yeah yeah well that's what yeah. autopilot is isn't it yeah yeah exactly but it's it's, it's a very you cool program, concept you program you, so you, recommend this book. you program your brain yeah it's 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 uh yeah. it's happened before it was like let's say if i'm like programming or developing or whatever it is like i would zone out i'm looking at a screen i'm thinking but i'm not typing right thinking Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? But sometimes it's like... So like everybody's... Yeah. You know what's crazy though? Huh. Um, about this autopilot thing? Keep in mind that some of the greatest minds like Albert Einstein, he worked at the patent office in the US. And so by giving himself a menial quote-unquote job uh-huh. where he's on autopilot and just doing like manual labor, he then him, himself said it freed up enough mental capacity to work on his problems in the background. Yeah. So being on autopilot, unless you have ADHD like us, like it's supposed to help. I just zone out and have to go back and pick up the word where I yeah. left off in a book. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so what, that, yeah. what that book talks about, that's what they talk about. They talk about trying to get those big things that you do mm-hmm. uh, like on, uh, on, on repetitiveness mm-hmm. on yes, yes. autopilot. I agree like with that. Like brushing your teeth or waking up in a certain day of time or like meditating or like working so out. So not putting any deliberate, yeah. deliberate uh, action. So just doing it with the flow because so then it'll the open up more. It opens up more on your side, responsive side of the your brain. Side. Okay. Uh, so, so then you can consume more. I get you. I get Tying you. into that, you're basically saying that you're using your two sides of your brain concurrently, right? Yeah. Given that the scientific community says that there's proof against multitasking, What's your thoughts? There's no such thing as multitasking. This is what I'm getting to. Uh, so you you just said your brain is is doing a, a study dual. Out there. No, not really. It's not really doing a dual. But the, what I'm the, saying is, let's say let's say when I mode? let's say when I wake up. Yeah. It's basically your consciousness and your subconscious. Because I think right? Ali can explain to you now, like what multitasking really is and why we think we're multitasking but we're not. Okay. Uh, so essentially, like our brains uh, shift from one thing to another so quick that sometimes it looks like we're we're multitasking. multitasking. And the study I'm referring to, I believe, it's 2008. Don't call me on this. They had drivers. They got in an actual car and they were in an empty parking lot, but there were there were pylons and everything like that. So they had to go in and out of them. And they told them to actually text on their phone while doing it. And they and they had something to track their kill their nerves. Uh, I don't want to say EEG, their cognitive uh, activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So brain different parts of their brain would would yeah. light up. And they notice that as they're driving, they're doing one thing, and then the moment they they're they're on their phone, they don't know, but they're not like critical they're, thinking. Activating they're the not brain part driving, driving while doing yeah. this. They're they're just texting. texting. Yeah. So let's see a stop sign. You stop sign, and then you know one or two seconds later, you click the gas while looking at the phone. But you're only doing you're putting a hundred percent of your mental 
activity into just texting and then the moment you look back up you're giving 100% here 100% here but what we think is oh we can do 50-50 simultaneously yeah. but you can't you can't it's, and it's crazy because corporate America still, and corporate very, uh, corporations in general sorry like corp- corporate uh, c- uh, companies in general they, they used to believe in multitasking now you have them actually going through science and they, they tell you multitasking is not a real thing that's how the agile workflow came to be and I don't know if you nor you guys delve in it that much, but we live and breathe by it at our, at our company. They recognize that you're just flipping between tasks. And so what you do is you have multiple tasks open at once, but if you hit a roadblock, you work on another. Yeah, yeah, yeah Right? Yeah. They know that you can only do one at a time. Our brains are nice. They're, mm-hmm. they're very unique. But Of course. Yeah, so know. what my, my, my topic is more about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. So try and free out energy and the mental capacity to, like, let's say, you waking up every day, right? Yeah. You going through the alarm or whatever. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you grab your coffee, whatever it is, right? You're you know you're gonna do this, right? But now what if you start adding more to that routine but without you thinking about like you obviously at the beginning so you're gonna be thinking advanced. about it, right? But then eventually you're not gonna think about it anymore, right? So then you add so on to your, your your lifestyle. But should it, should it be that so way? let's say you're I'm going you're going to get your coffee, whatever, and then you put that in coffee down, you do a workout. You don't want you don't want to think about what kind of workouts you're doing. You already know subconsciously what workout you're doing that well, day. He's it, explaining muscle memory with the brain. If we ever get to that point, which I don't know if we will, some people have done this. Active. Some people have achieved this. I don't know who, but how the, the book you're reading? What was it called? The one right now. The subconscious mind one was it? Oh, the, uh, yeah. He touches a lot about this stuff. So I, I, it's 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 all by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's the, I'm reading right now the placebo effect. And um, and that's oh my god! I wish we could do a podcast just about that one. That one's really good. Breaking the habit of being yourself is a big one too, and that one talks about a lot of the stuff you're saying. You're saying he basically says he mentions this thing about like that by the time you're 35, um, you're you're running your body almost like how we talked about on autopilot. Uh, 95% of us, our actions and our everything is on autopilot, and by it's 35? all these all these experiences that you already had in your life and you put meaning to them, you put beliefs in them and all these things and it shaped the way you think and everything. And it also, the things you say and the things you do. Maybe that's and, why they and, tell uh, you to get out and of your 5%, comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Because so when you start doing wow. something that's not in your routine, guess what your body does? You start getting these feelings of anxiety and these heart beating fast. You're like, what yeah, am I yeah. doing? Oh my God, this feels weird. Like, Because we're so that. used to being in the comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, the true... Uh, key is try to get in the uncomfortable to to really succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all I'm hearing from not just is that, succeed, like, but I know that you guys read all these books, you read everything, and like even the scientists when they talk about the brain, as much as they know, I from what I've read, a lot is still unknown. A lot is still unknown yeah, for sure. I'm just curious to delve into these theories. Obviously, I've never done any yeah. of these. Like I've tried most, like try to achieve certain things, try to change up lifestyle and stuff like that. Yes, but. It's it's all theory theoretical to a certain point. Yeah, right? I just wanted to touch on that because there's, there's a lot I of know, science now, but uh, but yeah, there's still some some theories. I know the that this is very... the mentality podcast, right? So, and uh, I wanted to bring this up because I know from things that I've read about that uh, the pharmacology behind psychology, Whoa. it's it's something that gets wait, pushed. Wait, wait, wait. It's, <laughs> Did it's, you just <laughs> drop pharmacology behind psychology? I think he's saying yeah. like so, behind the yeah, door of psychology. Yeah. So behind, behind psych- psychology, nice, yeah. 
I just want to mention Wahid almost sounds smart there. <laughs> almost. almost. My whole almost. life has been a lie. You don't catch me if you can. That's yeah. basically my whole entire lifestyle. <laughs> I've been caught several times and I've been okay, so it's fine. <laughs> so clearly it's working out for you. Yeah. yeah. But essentially the pharmacology behind psychology is the fact that a lot of the business side of psychology, they I not to say that they don't care about their patients, but over prescribing or going to medication versus uh, natural or, or in-person uh, therapies, right? The problem, really I ha- the, yeah. the problem I have That's with the this... That's the placebo one, yeah. The problem I have with this is we all just agreed that a large percent of the, percentage of the brain is unmapped, right? Or, or not known, how the function is and how everything works. I don't agree with that. I think we know what each part of the brain does, yeah. uh, but maybe there's extra functions that we haven't stated yet those lobes that you're talking about they've narrowed down a general area so when a neuron fires in that lobe they're guessing what it does right because they put a critical task in front of them they see what lights up and if enough light up in that area that's how they map it Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't be super specific like each millimeter of the brain and what what each thing does and i know what each triggers. but we also know that there's fish in the ocean and we all agreed that we don't know shit about what goes down deep down right so th- my whole point is if you don't 100 percent understand something but you, you know but it? you know someone's suffering through a problem maybe don't attack it with a chemical imbalance in their brain Th- this it's is so my funny problem he mentioned with that. this because please don't forget that the last uh, episode was with my cousin diana and she the doctor prescribed her three times more antidepressants and then she started developing tics like twitching yep. and stuff like that and it's sad because a doctor a doctor said oh this is what's wrong with you so in order to make you better we're going to give you three times the dosage that a person your age should get and mind you she she was feeling depressed but these are for people that are on the verge of suicide uh-huh. and she wasn't on the verge of suicide and i saw with my own eyes you look at her it's, it's like a, it's like a haze is over her eyes and 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 every few seconds she would whistle or twitch and i couldn't understand where is this coming from come to find out that you know over prescribing the first thing you said that i thought of her and how doctors don't even always know the root cause of something don't always know my problem with it isn't even over prescribing it's prescriptions in general i mean if you don't know what you're doing fully not knowing the brain at 100%, do you really want to tackle it with a chemical first? Because so what's the alternative? No, no, it's not. Hold on. That's true. It's the same thing as violence, okay? When, violent actions in, in, on earth should never be the case. However, as a last resort, you can break it out. Chemical imbalance and prescribing medication should be an absolute last resort. If you haven't attempted anything else and you prescribe a patient something that could I alter their, their chemistry, that. like, I agree with that. why? Why? Why is that your first goal to go it to? Be I don't on a last resort. Yeah. 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 It should be like, hey, do um, go outside, yeah. go for a walk. Now, nowadays it's not because it how be. how because like, the pharmacies are making uh, for the the pharmacy reps of the companies. Money, too much yeah, but what they do it. is these doctors, right? They're these doctors and the these throat. psychologists or whatever, right? They get these reps. Their commission saying, is on if prescriptions. If you sell a certain amount, we get you this. Yeah, we give you this. Up. We give you this. Like to a certain extent, that's probably what's happening, right? It's not because like, when I see a case like this, where the first action is to prescribe, why? No, first action. Yeah, first action should not be. No, but it's not an uncommon thing. It's a, a very lot of common doctors thing. are heavy handed. But, but you know why? That, that's because that's because every person who goes to the doctor, we could all agree. Yeah. Whatever problem it is, whether What's it's mental, fixed? whatever they want, they want that, looking, want that, that immediate solution. I want, yes. I want something's wrong. Yeah. Give me a pill. And here's the here's, yeah. the, problem. here's the problem. If you're talking that's, about a, if you're talking about an anti-inflammatory for something that's that's uh, flamed up, like a muscle group or a specific soft tissue in your body. We know how it works. We know anti-inflammatories yeah, work. that you take by yourself. I understand. Prescribing that 
versus something that Shout alters the chemical. Shout out, out to Ibo's. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Shout out to Ibo. Oh, Ibo. Ibo profits. No, but he, he makes a good point. It's almost like you're putting pressure on these these medical professionals to say, hey, fix me now. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I, don't tell me I got to jog and be healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know no that one shit. wants to hear that. Just That's the sad part. Toss me a part, pill. But truth. Toss me a pill and let me, you know, feel good. I think our schools right now, I don't, not to say it's healthy all in one shot. I just think our schools are are, are, are lagging behind. When I was in there, I, I think Noor said something different. He had programming classes available to him. Maybe it was just that my high school was very broke. Shout out to Maryville. You know? Uh, <laughs> That's so sad. You it always is no more, man. <laughs> Health code violations. Our water fountain spewed out rust. It was fine. Like, it, oh my God, <laughs> rust. Having taken robotics, I know how simple it could be at times if you really wanted to break it down. I don't think it's a bad idea to put in a robotics class or a lab and give that as an option. These are all electives, right? You could do whatever you want with it. But I had no idea what I wanted to do in high school. Did you? Uh, when I graduated, no. Even even me, no. It's not. It's not about that. It's more about. Look, because if I did, then I would have. Let's say I knew. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have decided something else. Okay, well, look at me. I'm I'm in I'm I'm a software developer, sure. But I started, like, I didn't take physics. I didn't take calculus because I was more chemistry bio. And then I went, into, I was going into uh, human kinetics and biotechnology, bio, biochem and all that kind of stuff. And after a semester, I'm like, fuck this. And then I picked something else out of, out of the blue. I was going for something, going something else in the medical field, but I, didn't, I was on a wait list. Oh, I didn't know this. So I shifted something else, oh. right? And then I stumbled upon programming, and I'm like, oh, this is me. Okay, cool. Wow. I think it's a cruel lie, what we tell kids in high school, saying, don't worry, you have time. I think that's oh, the cruelest sure. lie you can ever tell a kid. because, Why? And I'll explain it right now. So, yes, they're young. They have time. However, if that time is used properly, to they explore. can get so far ahead. And it's crazy because you, you say this and it gives them these options and it's true. They have options, but here's where the limitations lie. You're going to have something like engineering, which I took. I had to take prerequisites, chem, physics, calculus, advanced functions, right? Let's say I wanted to make the switch mm. to Nursefield. I have to go back and take bio. On my graduating year, I would have to go back and switch the classes I took just to qualify for that field. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm no. not saying it would be that drastic, but if, if a kid was planning to go to English, right, as a major, then randomly wants to do business and they're missing all these math courses. You really going to send them back? No. Well, that's why I'm very lucky because my first two years I was in biopharmaceutical and then I said, I don't want to be a pharmacist. And luckily I went to psychology, so chem applied, some stuff applied, but some stuff, bro, I took organic chemistry, one of the hardest courses in Ottawa U and if people that hear this, they know, and I didn't have to take it. I found out after that I didn't have to take it. I was so upset at myself but i was like hey it's all part of the process yeah but keeping and in I mind money. keeping in mind that the average student makes a change in their program within the first two years of their program and that it happens a lot if you've already made that mistake not knowing what you want to do in high school odds are you're going to make it in first year and second year you're talking so about a delay of a delay of a delay is telling the child hey, instead of take your time excuse me you have time is the opposite hey Explore. Yeah. Go, go, go. I would be yeah. honest. I would because say saves them a, I would saves say, them a lot of time. I, I would say you That's have time. Conducive I, to the child. If I could, no, high school student. If I, I could redo the education system, I'd say, listen, you have time. If you want to make a change, it's true. So what I'm gonna do for you guys, knowing that you're still kids and you don't know what you want to do, is I'm gonna have all these courses in high school to put you in different fields. I'm gonna make it mandatory. 
I, instead of having an elective, like have, like, have like a general yeah. education that has yeah. like, try to spread uh, yourself. Yeah, 100%. And you should listen to us because our combined experience at the buffet line is within the decades. <laughs> like, we've got this down to a science. So that first thing he's talking about, where you go and nibble on one thing at a time, that's your sample uh, plate. We've all done. You it go around on the first plate and you sample. A lot of times, people like let's say they go halfway through their education in their in their program they, that they chose at university or college, and they're like. Oh, I think I need a switch. But they're like, do I switch or just should I push through these next two years and figure it out then? That's like that's so th that that's my my story there. When I just decided to push, I finished civil engineering and then I I decided to go to computer programming. So bring yeah. it back to my original point: Do kids really have enough time in the world to make the, all these switching decisions? No. Stop. No. Stop lying to them. The, the one thing them. I would like, I definitely agree with what you're saying, Rafid, and uh, uh, that leap year thing that they do. I definitely do not agree with that, though. Like when someone just decides to take a leap year for uh, after after high school, just to decide on what they want. I realize that's the. I, okay, wow. I'm gonna speak my personal experience. Okay. Biggest mistake. That's the biggest biggest wow. mistake you could ever do. You'd rather do I'm something that figure out you don't like than do nothing and try to think your way what you like, cause uh, you're not gonna find it that way. Cause you're too young and you're too like inexperienced to know at least that's why i remember from no, i'm talking from I experience i definitely believe that you know, because like, fuck that leap year shit because because usually honestly. usually 80 80 80 percent of the time let's say that leap year you're working nine to five at retail yeah. or whatever it is 35 hours 35 hours a week whatever it is yeah you don't really have time to indulge in what you want to do yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't agree with anything you guys have said. You said you'd rather be doing this than doing this. Uh, no, rather I'd rather be doing something and then discover that I don't like it. Don't agree with that because if you were to go into the first year of university and maybe because I'm a prime example of this, burned eight nine thousand dollars, not knowing what the hell I want to do, but thinking that was this is what part I of to your do. path. That was part of your path to discover that you like psychology. Exactly. That's the secret is you might have never figured it out. If you took a leap year and just thought your way through it, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you'd what spoke would you, to different people. What would you have done? How would you like, have found out? taking that first year. Exactly. Uh, if, if you were at home right now with working. no education, working, yeah, like doing 100%, what? Uh, probably like not something I would. Because uh, I've seen it happen do. a lot. Yeah. I've seen it a lot where, they start where people they take a, no, they go back, but they become, they, they get to the same point we were in or they're in a worse condition. Yeah. No, but, they'll be able to pay off the first two years of university with the money they made. That's in fine. You're already going in debt, but you can make sure you can minimize it. Well, think about what you said earlier. You, you agreed that people develop patterns and they go into autopilot. Now, if you are impressionable age 18 and you don't go to university, you spend a year fucking off working. You're not really using your brain. Well, and in that time, parents, right? in that they, time, like you hope your parents say, Hey, uh, like if you're going to do this, uh, Instead of going upstairs and just play video games day in and day out and not contributing, how about you go get a job, make some money? What's the job going to do? And no, do no, what? What no, is no. the job going to do? Throughout that year, hopefully, I don't know, 10, 15K you, oh, no, 10K you have. Yeah, yeah. And then that could be contributed towards your, when you do go to university. Yeah, when you're working nine to five or you're working retail or whatever it is, you don't have time to think of what you want to oh, do. In that case, I agree with you then. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, what we're trying to say. You're forgetting the most important part, Ali. Like, even in school, when you take your summer break between grade 11 and grade 12, let's say, and you come back into it, the principles you learned about advanced functions in grade 11, I forgot I those and I had to relearn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So now you take a year off school about something so critical. Your That's mind is point. so tuned in on the, on the point. point. If you drop the yeah. ball then, That's a good point. your whole life will be 
delayed so by more harder. than a year. Yeah, so okay. much harder. You have to relearn yeah, everything. You're right. you're right. You got me. So the last question I ask every guest is, since it's called the Mentality Podcast, I always like to ask them, what is your mentality right now in life? It could be, you know, like put your head down and grind to try to make as much money as possible before a certain age or whatever it may be. I'll start with Hussein. What's your mentality right now in your life? My mentality right now... Wow, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one for me. Where <laughs> is your headspace at? Uh, Where, oh, right now? Yeah, um, your mentality right now in your life. Like, are you trying to... Mentality is try to... Find a job in your field? Are you... What, what, what? Try to stay focused and... On what? Try to find a job. In what? Simply like, put, be, honestly. Be, try to, okay. Yeah, in, in uh, computer programming. Okay, so... It's very simple. That's been my struggle. Is that what you're putting your energy into when you can? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> so I'm working my way towards that. Okay, so. that's your mentality. So that's okay. my mentality, I guess, right now. So okay, just cool. try to stay focused. Uh, okay, my mentality right now, that's also a tough one, for sure. My mentality right now is to to get a bigger house for myself. That's like basically my mentality. It's like what journey I can take to actually like execute this, right? My mentality is basically right now is trying to focus on increasing my income, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I took this question a little bit differently. I I, I thought of it more as like a mantra. But he no, said but like right, right now, now. That's the thing. Right now. What's your mentality right now in life? He just wants to share his mantra. Yeah. It's, go it's, ahead. Go ahead. No, What's no. It's, it's going to be a little bit morbid, but since we tackled a lot on financials, this this podcast, uh, and how like happiness relates to it, uh, in all honesty, you could be the richest person in the world or the poorest person in the world. Everybody dies. Everybody lives and dies, right? And so in that time, what we should all be doing to move forward, evolutionary on the scale of life, just leave the earth better than you found it. Everything you do, just leave it better than how you found it. That's it. It doesn't have to be nothing crazy. Mm. Just always forward, never back. That's it. That's your mentality yeah. right now. Okay, cool. As long as you leave things better than how you found it. So next time you find that piece of garbage on the ground, pick it up. Yeah. It could it be as simple as that. Or it could be like invent something brand new and change the world. It doesn't have to be that drastic. It's just whatever you do. I like that. Just leave it better. It's a good one, yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. This is probably going to be the longest episode out of all the episodes, but I had a good time. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And we'll do it again until next time. Episode 15. I'm out.